Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Welcome back, Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm George Kurtz. He's Cam Stewart. And we're back. We're here at 2 o'clock Eastern Time today discussing uh, pretty much everything from uh, baseball, football, hockey, betting, yep. tournament, everything that's going on today. You know, yep. Cam, uh, did you hear about your uh, your namesake, what he said? Uh, he said he's going to have... Cam, uh, he's going to have Cam. that Cam? Cam Newton. Cam Panther Cam? Yeah, Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. Cam yeah. Newton. Yeah. He said he's going to abstain from sex for a month to get his mind right. Um, you know what? Uh, my mind's fine. I- I'm good. I think I'll, I'll pass on that. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. Uh, it- it's weird. Like, I've actually like done like joke pieces and talked to athletes and stuff like that. You know, there's a big thing about, oh, you know, you're having sex and you get tired. It- it's BS. I talked to a lot of guy, guys in hockey and stuff. Uh, sometimes, you know, when you're uh, having a lot of fun and having sex, uh, your game gets better, actually. You're just a creature of habit. Like, if you're on a cold streak, cold streak or whatever, you, you usually uh, try to flip out of it with sex. So uh, good good luck to you, Cam Newton. I, I care more about uh, maybe icing your shoulder or whatever. I don't think sex is your problem. I think, uh, you know, your arm is. It's a weird thing. I mean, uh, we always heard that what boxers <laughs> believed. Uh, you don't have sex before a big fight because it uh, weakens legs, yeah. according to Mickey, right? From uh, Rocky, weakens legs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, women weaken legs. Uh, the, that was the line <laughs> he used do. there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I can see that. I can see that. All right, I can. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, listen, you, you want to go on the go for, for a month. Good luck to you. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe it's not. But like you said, everybody has superstitions. You know, uh, we you know baseball with Turk Wendell would – Eat liquors, then brush his teeth between innings. Whatever the hell he was doing there. Some guys won't step on the white line. <laughs> Turk you know, Wendell, was, he was a psychopath that, to begin with. He I was. Think that's just, <laughs> eat licorice and brush your teeth. Okay, uh, that that that's cool. Wow. I mean, some guys you know, they, they all have their what, Wade Boggs always ate chicken at five five fifteen before every uh, every night yeah. game. Uh, some guys draw whatever they draw with their bats in the uh, when they get to the home plate and do what they have to do in there. Whatever their routines are. Hey. Uh, you know, you have a superstition. That's fine. Do what you got to do. So, do you have any superstitions, Cam? I mean, before you saw, before you do a night of gambling here, do you do anything special to hopefully add some luck? It's a good question, George. Uh, usually, for for superstitions in hockey, though, I did do. You know what I mean? Like for like, uh, if I did really well in a game with socks, I'd wear, I'd I'd wear the same wear the same socks until things didn't go go well. For gambling. Um, 
No, but yeah, it, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yes, yes. If I was gonna have like a beer, that brand of beer, if I have a good night, I will get that that kind again until I have a bad night. But I gamble every day, so it never really lasts. I'm always switching it up anyway, right? Good night, bad night. Good night, bad night. But no, I don't really do anything. Uh, sex with my girlfriend is uh, very random. I don't like usually just before a game. We usually finish the show at seven o'clock anyway, so most of the games are just about to go off. But uh, no, uh, the only thing I have with gambling is kind of like we talked about earlier don't ever congratulate somebody on a win or beat them down for a loss before it's a final that's the superstition i have i don't care if it's a three goalie i'll tell you when, when i did the story when i was doing a piece it was the leafs playoff game and i'll never forget this night they're up on boston four to one in the third period people are like hey we're all gonna have sex together hey i got invited back in the day hey you want to come to my hot tub party i'm like this is gonna be a great night you know i'm filming people they're climbing lampposts whatever interviewing you know police on horses everybody's in a good mood cue the tape boston score score scores i'm like oh my god then we had to do like a piece on like people wanting to almost like kill themselves after the biggest collapse and that's just the leaf so uh i don't get excited about anything anymore george like i've had too many things where i thought something was in the bag and it turned out to be a big mistake so eh, that's kind of the way i am what about you is there a, a meal that you like to eat uh, before you bet or do you have any superstitions i just don't like to text people and say hey i'm beating your fantasy teams i let other guys in the league squawk it's not my thing Ah, see, see, you and I are like there too. I am not a trash talker. I'm not. You I don't know, like uh, it. I think it's. I, I got a lot of idiots in my league who do that stuff, and they never win. I actually, I really, I really, uh, I love them. Like, you know what I mean? Because he he's always chirping, and then after he does it, he'll go on like a five game losing streak. We love this guy because he just talks yeah. all day. His team sucks. I have too many games, too many teams going on here. Also, I have some of the players that I'm going to start chirping about on his other team. Uh, my brother this week, it's funny, uh, he, uh, he had some closer problems. Uh, he was making a lot, of, uh, a lot of moves in our home league. And uh, I actually sent him, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't being a jerk about it. I actually sent him a text. Looks like you have some closer issues on your team. And uh, he actually thought I was chirping him. And uh, it's just funny. I, and this is why I don't I do these sort of things. The next day, I lost Matt Olson. Then I lost Corey Knievel. <laughs> it's like not the fantasy oh, guys were, oh, were agreeing with them. They were agreeing with them that I was chirping. I'm like, I really wasn't. I wasn't being a bad guy here. But then, uh, you know, the fantasy gods got back at me. And all of a sudden, now I have more issues than he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It, it's just it's one of those things. And usually when it rains, it pours like, you know, like think about think about the guy in our league. He had Kareem Kareem Hunt in that story. Like, you know what I mean? Boom. That That's all changed in, in like a keeper league. I think like, everything that's bad or like there's been a, a story about a player like he's had that guy. So there's always a, there's always a guy in the league uh, who, who's got really bad luck. And my opinion is usually the guy that talks the most shit. So, yeah, it's fancy karma, right? Except we for you, you don't uh, seem like that. You're not that. You're not that type of guy. You're a nice guy, George. But uh, no, I don't. Bad luck uh, is just bad luck, right? Yeah, I don't really. I don't really chirp anybody. Even though, yeah, even when you do with drafts, I am not even in the chat room. You know, I know people like to chat. No, I don't have enough time for that. I'm following the draft, making my picks, no. and yeah, you know, I'm not. Uh, I don't have time to even say, uh, you know, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna. Oh, you're, you're this is a terrible pick. No, how do you know it's a terrible pick? You know, I might end up working yeah, exactly. out for you. <laughs> and by the way, if, if you made a terrible pick, that's great because that means the guy I want will be there. So I'm actually happy you made a terrible pick. So uh, I don't. I don't bother. I think it's kind of silly to do that. But I know some people like it. You know, I guess it's one way they get into the game. Not me. You know, you brought up Kareem Hunt, and I don't want to talk about Kareem Hunt, but I'm going to talk about Tyreek Hill. Uh, because I want to yes. put it on this context. Now, we know, 
He's being investigated because his uh, three-year-old son ended up a broken ended up with a broken arm, and there's been some allegations made that maybe he was involved, maybe he wasn't. So the police are looking into it. And I'm sure the NFL is as well. And it's kind of weird that we haven't heard anything in about eight days, eight nine days from this. But uh, that's my the thing. Was this like usually? Sorry, George, just just before, like, I find it very, very odd when a story that big, and that's why me and Gabe, I remember it happened the night we were doing the 6 to 8 show, like the NCAA March Madness preview show, and that story broke while we were doing it, and we said, we're not making any comments or whatever, I'm not going to be the guy to go on Twitter calling them a dirt bag or doing anything like that, we're going to see how things play out, and it's just been very weird, either they're doing an in-deep investigation, or they're, like, it doesn't usually take these long, these the length of time it's taking. Remember Kareem Hunt? It was bing, bing, bing. Then again, there was video of it too, but it seems like it's taking a very, very long time in today's age to find out what's going on with Hill. That's just my point there. It's crazy. It certainly is. Uh, it it smells to me too, if that's where we're going with this, that something's up here. But that being said, that's not where I wanted to go with this conversation either, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to bring up was, <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from it like you are, because we don't know the facts here, and I don't want to say anything that we shouldn't exactly. say. Uh, he does have a history of this. That's one thing that's, uh, that's documented, so True. that's uh, b- believe what you might there. But what I want to bring up is this as far as fantasy purposes. What if you know, you're in a league, keeper league, God Hill? Are you looking to move him? And what would you move him for if you're worried? I mean, let's face it. This ends up being true. He's gone for the year. He's not playing in, uh, in 19. So uh, you're, you're in a keeper league. Are you looking to move him? Where let's, let's, let's just say somebody's sniffing around. Cam, you got him. I start sniffing around about uh, Terry Kill. Would you move him? Or is, is, is it a definite? No, no, I'm not trading him. I love him. Or are you thinking, you know what? Maybe I should get some value and should cut my losses here just, just in case. Would you look to move him? And what would you look to get back? It's an excellent question. The way the investigation's going, I wouldn't move him. I actually think um, I think if they would have, uh, if there's smoke, there's fire. They would have found something something by now. I think they're really, really digging, and and uh, it's not happening. The chemistry that Tyreek Hill has with Mahomes, the ability to also return kicks back, doing so many things. You'd have to give me something so big, like an absolute stud player among his ilk, or else I wouldn't even think about making the move. Just as a betting man, George, I think he plays this year. I don't. Th- I, I think the story is actually. I'm going to take the a, a different approach on it. I think that if they they had more on him, they would have busted him by now. So no, unless you give me the kitchen sink and all sorts of like players, very very similar to him, I would definitely keep Hill. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna get rid of him. No, I'm gonna keep him. I know that's probably a contrarian view there, but I, I I'm just saying this story broke how, how long ago and we're 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 still looking at it. Is it taking this long? Usually when there's smoke, there's fire, but it seems like the fire is kind of out right now, unless they're going in a different direction. What's your take? No, no, you're right. Something stinks. Something definitely stinks here. Uh, so I agree. I would certainly. Uh, I'll always listen to trades. I'll always listen to trades. Right, so I'm never gonna I'm never gonna out and out just say no, you know. Uh, but I'm probably once again I am not gonna sell him light. That's where I'm going with this. You know, I'm not selling for seventy five cents on a dollar or something like that just to get rid of him because I'm all worried because I do think that in the end this might end up being okay. Maybe be swept a little bit swept under the rug where they're gonna look for reasons not to do anything or the police can't find anything. Uh, and we're gonna have to hear how this child broke his arm. 
I mean, you're going to have to hear it. There's going to yes. be some kind of plausible excuse here. But uh, it, it's, it's just got to be weird. Crazy story. Like, you you have kids. Like, I can understand a fall. I can understand, you know, when your other kids are running around. Like, to break your arm, you'd have to, like, get it wedged between something, fall downstairs. Like, it's a, it's a big difference between a sprain, a bruise, a cut. It's a broken arm. Like, and, and you know, it's, you have children. It's like for, for, for you to, br- for a broken arm for your kids, something absolutely crazy would have to happen. I, I wonder what the story is going to be, George. You know better than me. Like, you have kids, right? Like, they can get cuts and scrapes and things are going to happen. But a broken arm, that's a little bit, that's, that's high end. I don't know how that would happen. It's hard for a three-year-old to break a... Uh... To break their off, it, yeah. it has to be hard. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's strange. Exactly. It's certainly strange. I don't think anybody's going to deny that, that it's strange. But like I said, I'm with you. I'm not going to sell them light, not yet. Uh, and that's, that may be uh, – it's obviously not being risk-averse. If you're risk-averse, you're going to try and move them. You know, but if you're going to take some gamble here – and there is some a little bit of gamble. I don't think it's high gamble, but there is some gamble here. But if you're going to take some gamble, I think you hold on to them see what happens here. Because if you, if you move them, someone's going to look to rip you off. That's really the bottom line. Yeah, someone's going to look to rip. Oh, you for off. sure, <laughs> and we're not going to get ripped off, right? That, that's the that's the beautiful thing. Like uh, you don't want to panic in a situation like that. Even if you think it's going to happen, some guy is going to try to fleece you, and uh, you know, don't take that first off or think about it for a while. But just my take on this whole situation is in today's world where we're breaking stories instantly, people are done in one second. You know, uh, it's crazy the things that are happening in, in the world. You're telling me it's been almost like what a week or whatever. It's been how, how many days has it been, George, since that day? It's been like a week and a half since. I think the, it's been not, when, nine when days. The story now. broke. Yeah, I think it's yeah, been it's nine been, yeah, days. Almost a week and a half. Yeah, nine days. That's in today's news cycle. Nine days. Are you nuts? Like things go minute, minute, minute by minute by minute by second. Stories are broken. We got this and this and this. Like there's got to be some crazy underlying investigation going on, or there's no, or there's nothing there. Like uh, it's just way too long. And yeah, I just I don't even. I I have a feeling he's actually nothing's going to happen to him. That's that. If I was to like, I, I don't want to spe- speculate, but I, I, if we're betting and guessing, I'm saying. Um, I don't think he'll did any, but that's 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 my take on it. I don't think a lot of people are going to have that opinion because I think the story would have broke already. That's the thing. It's what's going on. You know, people are digging into it. There's no doubt they're digging into it. The fact that we've heard nothing would lead me to believe the same thing. I agree with you that uh, nothing's happening here. That's, there's nothing to find. You know, once again, you want to be a. Uh, uh, a conspiracy, maybe there's, there's, it's being hidden. You know, they've done a good job of covering it up, whatever. But right now, I think if something were to be found, it would have been found by now. You know, they would have found out uh, what's taking so long here. You want to be really nice to the police. Oh, they're doing a thorough investigation. Okay, good luck with that. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's strange. You know, bottom line is you hope the kid is safe. I mean, that's really what we hope for here. But I know, hope so fantasy too. Wise, but can- Kansas City is a weird team, Jordan. Like, think about like think about Kansas City. It's like we talk about sports and character and stuff. These guys, Hunt, he had problems before he got drafted in Toledo. Tyreek Hill, major problems at Oklahoma State before he got drafted with the pregnant woman. Like, it almost seems to me like yeah, a lot of these guys slip in the draft and they're like the first team to pounce. <laughs> so to, to say you give a shit about somebody's character, that's just, just that's a straight up lie. Look at your draft. Uh, look look at your drafting portfolio look what you do they don't care as long as you deliver oh, the field, I, I do believe some teams care but but most teams some don't. some care and more than others obviously kansas city doesn't care kansas city doesn't no care. cowboys don't care they never have oh jerry jones he'll give everyone Seahawks, a second, third uh, chance. 
Yeah, same with right. Pete Carroll. He, he likes to give people. He likes to be the smartest guy in the room. Hey, I could fix that guy. Everything will be okay. They they all yeah, sugarcoat it too. I mean, yeah. uh, what do you what do you hear all the time? Oh, uh, when when Cleveland signed Hunt, oh, he's very sorry. You know, he uh, it's a mistake. Da, 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 da. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's his boilerplate. That's boilerplate from the PR department. What you have to say to uh, excuse what you're doing here is really what it comes down to. You excuse the fact that you're about to sign somebody who did something, you know, pretty bad. You know, as far as hitting uh, hitting a woman or hitting a child, whatever it might be. And uh, I always find that hilarious when the PR department gets involved. And people still eat it up, which is amazing. People just eat it up. I know. Like, I know. Do you, really, do you really think the statement is coming from the player? Are you kidding? Uh, it's coming from the PR department. It's what they do. It's what their job is. You know, it's all a snow job. Uh, so it, it's a, I just find that hilarious uh, when we hear all this stuff and people, oh, he's really contrite. Yeah, sure he is. He's contrite that he got caught. That's the only thing he's contrite <laughs> exactly. about. Okay. The other you fact, uh, everything else, if this was a smart guy, he would have known not to do it when uh, on camera. So it's all just a, a joke for me. But like I said, I wanted to talk about Terry Kill just to see if Cam was interested in moving him. Uh, and he's not, and I wouldn't be either. But I think some I, owners out there I would. just, I, I find it interesting, though, when Ray Rice, and I'm God God forbid, I'm never going to defend any guy that, uh, that strikes a woman, but look at his career and him being – the biggest villain and never playing football again to these guys who are doing it. They're getting four games, another chance just because he was at probably the tail end of his career. If he was still a good back, he'd be playing football. Right, George. Bingo. If you can play, you'll have a job. You know, yeah, if that's the, why you didn't get back. That's why, oh, he's good. so evil. If, if this happened in his rookie year or whatever, when he was coming out of Rutgers would have been a whole different story. Sure. He would have gone, he would have gone around later in the draft. Right? The PR, PR machine would be uh, in work again. Oh, it's an accident. Uh, it's okay. He'll, he'll never yeah. do it again. <laughs> it's, it's funny how things work out here. Weekend fantasy update. Cam, Stewart, George, Kurtz, Sean Anker behind the glass. They'll we'll be back after this. Talk more baseball with you. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Just listening to the tune here from Sean Angle, always playing some uh, some good rock and roll here. It's another song I kind of like. Memories, much. memories. It is. What That's I was really younger, what it comes down to. Better looking, less fat. Wow, well, this Cam for you. <laughs> Weekend fantasy update. We're back. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. Just, just Cam the facts, always with, George. Uh, just the facts. Just, just the highlights. That's uh, <laughs> the facts. Uh, what are you, uh, was it Inspector Webb or whatever the hell he was? Sergeant Webb? <laughs> Joe Webb? Is that what it is? <laughs> and by the way, you know Colonel Kurtz? I was thinking about it. It's Colonel Clink. Like for like weeks, I want to tell you, that's where I think that's where Marenzi got it from. Like uh, it's from, wasn't it Hogan's Heroes? It's Colonel Clink. Not Colonel Kurtz, I don't think. I never, I never right? watched I the right? show. I never watched the show. Yeah. That's really for me, as far as uh, that kind of show. What? So I don't know for sure. You'd have to look up the show. So I can't, can't help you there. Can't help you. I'd like to, but I can't do it. 
Can't, can't help. Good point, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. That's it's an old show. It's I I don't blame you. I don't blame. You. They're bringing back the Twilight Zone though. Apparently, that should be interesting. Yeah, I guess. I, I never really watched that all that much either. I mean, uh, a couple yeah. of episodes here My and there, but I wasn't a big stuff. Uh, I wasn't a big Twilight Zone guy, uh, Rod Serling and the uh, the like there. I was more into back then, what, we're talking 80s, uh, whatever, like, uh, Magnum. I was I liked Magnum, yeah, Airwolf. Yeah, good show, yeah. The A-Team. Yeah, of course, the A-Team. Yeah, that was always fun. Uh, what, what else was back then? I can't remember some of these shows. I really can't remember some of these shows that were on back then. Uh, Remington yeah, Steel. Equalizer. Remington Steel was all right. Oh, yeah, uh, Equalizer, yeah. yeah. Equalizer, Spencer Fahaya. I like a... I like uh, back then. It's hard for a lady to rock a pantsuit. It's nice, but they had nice big Dallas cowboy hair, George, that you like. You know, big, big, uh, beautiful head of hair, like your cheerleaders. <laughs> oh man, the cow- cowboy cheerleaders uh, can't, can't go wrong there. Nice. You really can't go wrong. No, with you the can't. Well, actually, with nope. any with any win, cheerleaders, win. by the way. You know, it's not like the Dallas cowboy cheerleaders are more beautiful than anybody else. They're all hot. Hot as all hell, actually. They but uh, they are. They're, they're, they're cool. that's, what, that's what their job is, right? You know, can you, you look good? Can you dance? It's pretty much uh, your job as a cheerleader here. So uh, good, good for them. You know, a friend of mine, he always believed, uh, he always believed that on uh, the, uh, the Sunday, you know, you have, we have the red zone, we have all the games. He believed there should be a cheerleader channel. Yeah, where they just show cheerleaders from all different teams. Because you know, you're having a bad day. You lost, you know, you lost your you lost your bets. You know, you're having a bad DFS day. Your uh, your fantasy team this sucks. You know, you lost that too. You need the cheerleader channel to cheer to uh, cheer you up, right? Cheerleader, look at all the pretty girls there. Yeah, for sure. It's it's not it's not the worst idea I ever heard. The only problem is, let's face it, if you really want the cheerleader channel, you can find much better on the internet. If you really need to be uh, cheered yeah, up in yeah, that direction. Like if you're doing cheerleader so, channel, like, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of selection out there. I found the league, yeah. too. It's weird. Like, they, they do these studies. They're, they're a lot more going to, uh, like, less skirts, like, more uh, more slacks. Like, they're trying to get in those, the, the athletic, uh, like, the Lululemons and, 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 like, slacks a lot more than whatever. I, I don't know. I guess That's a bad idea. About something. Like, actually, I'll tell you something that's crazy, George. I, we haven't talked about this. In Toronto, and you, I remember the first when I was down, like, I think the Islanders were the first team to have, like, the puck girls or whatever. They clean up the yes, ice during the breaks and whatever. Listen to this. So we're at a game, and this is how this is how crazy the world is right now. There was some idiot that complained in Toronto, wrote a letter to Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Why isn't there any men doing this job, you know, degrading the women? First of all, everyone's getting paid. You want to skate around. It, it, it's a gig, right? So know what they did? So now when you go to a game, it's all the girls, and there's a couple, like, nice dudes there, and they're the worst. Like, they could barely skate and stuff. I'm like, like, what kind of time or what kind of person do you have? Like, when you, when that, this is what a, you know what? No, I, I, my biggest problem is I, I don't think there should be guys cleaning up the ice instead of girls. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what kind of, like, get get bent. Get real. Like, can you believe that? Like, somebody complained about it being sexist. So now they have dudes doing it, too, with their little bow ties. They're ice dudes. Oh, they look like gearboxes. They're, it's embarrassing. It's, in this in today's society, no matter what you do, <laughs> someone's going to complain. I know. <laughs> Can you All right, you can't, so stupid. You can't make anybody. You, can't, you certainly can't make everybody. You can't even make anybody happy. There's always some group that's going to go complain about something. So, you know, it's impossible to be politically correct. I mean, girls and guys. I mean, come on. Uh, the Islanders stopped doing it actually because someone complained. That's why they stopped. They were afraid. I think they were afraid of a lawsuit too. From what I heard, this was years ago. 
And uh, they stopped doing it, which was a shame, because back when the Islanders sucked, let's face it, we all used to look forward to the, uh, the ice girls coming on the ice. It was the only thing to, look, it was the only thing to watch. You know, so uh, and yeah, it, it's just silly. Like I said, they're getting paid. You know, so what's wrong with this? They're not naked out there. Yeah. Yes, they're wearing tight That's outfits. The which That's, we, it, they wear job. everyday life anyway. It's a job, right? What about waitresses, whatever, at your local restaurant? They're dressed the exact same way. You know, pretty girl skirt, whatever. You're getting your, uh, you know, your, your chicken Caesar salad. Like, what's the big deal? Anyway, people who complain about that stuff, they got more. You know what? There's there's bigger problems in the world to figure out, George. I know we're going to talk about in my last hour with you. I can't wait because we're going to go through some baseball stuff before the season starts on uh, on Thursday. Going to go through some props and some totals and stuff like that. But I think we have a hockey game going off right now, uh, the early game. I think we have a, that old. Sunday, twelve thirty-five start for all the gamblers out there, and uh, Philadelphia is it Philadelphia and Washington. Washington's uh, don't they have a they have a meeting with Donald Trump at the White House? I think they're going on Monday. Holtby made a big stink. Oh, I'm not going. Whatever, who cares? But uh, they're not really playing their uh, best hockey. They lost to the Minnesota Wild, but uh, also. Uh, wow, laying 200 to Philadelphia tonight. I know Washington should win the game, but that's a big price, George. And total in that game at 12.38 is the puck drop, 6.5. What are we thinking about that? Man, the Flyers did not show up in that game against the Islanders yesterday. They gave up over 40 I know. shots. I, actually, I, bet, I live bet the Islanders, George. I had a feeling the Islanders were going to win, and Philly owned them. Yeah, I had a really good day yesterday. Other than Dallas, I had a really nice uh, night in hockey. But uh, I can't lay 200 with Washington. That seems to be a little bit rich. Uh, they didn't play last night. They're fresh. The game is important to Washington with the Islanders winning yesterday. The Islanders are only a point behind them in the division. Uh, I'm comfortable with Washington. You know, I do think they come out here. I don't know what happened with Philadelphia yesterday. I, I don't. I was surprised. Uh, it was just, just weird. And for a game that was, I thought might get a little feisty and a little nasty too. So, because Philadelphia, you know, Voracek says the reason, uh, one of the reasons why he hit Boychek was because of some kind of hit last year with Noah, Noah Patrick, which I don't remember. That, that ever happened, but uh, or certainly wasn't made a big thing of it. I said the more uh, more action in that Islander game yesterday. The Islanders dominated the game, which is surprising for a team that couldn't be uh, had no offense for a while. That they were able to do that kind of damage there. But hey, it is what it is. I think uh, Capitals, Capitals come out and take care of business today. I'm comfortable with Washington here. I know I wouldn't touch the over under, but I think Washington covers the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred. You don't like to lay two hundred, but if you're comfortable with Washington, you could parlay them with some other things uh, a little bit later on. And uh, we'll 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 go over uh, the other games there, George. But er, another early start, three oh eight. Um, Arizona at your Islanders. I've already bet the Coyotes. Uh, the Islanders won that game uh, last night against Philly, and I'm getting forty five cents with Arizona. I think this is a, a letdown spot back to back for the Islanders. I'm taking the Coyotes. It's too good of a price for me to pass up. Islanders get, did get over the number of the. Five and a half. There were six goals uh, scored total. Five and a half is this total, but Eileen, oh, Coyotes. Don't like going against your team, George. I like you, and I like the Islanders. You're a good guy, but too much, uh, too, too, too much uh, take back with Arizona. The Islanders shouldn't be 70, 65, 70 cents in this game. No way. Oh, problem is Arizona is also playing uh, back-to-back, so you can throw that out the window. True. Uh, both yep, teams in Arizona true. laid an egg yesterday. Laid an egg against the, uh, against the Devils. That can't happen. For a team battling for a playoff spot, you can't lose that game. Uh, that was uh, well, they lost no time, so they got a point. Uh, can't, that can't happen. Uh, it's it's a much more important game for Arizona than it is for the Islanders. Arizona really needs to win this game, and uh, maybe that extra motivation goes there. But the Islanders, once again, if they win and Washington were to lose, they'll be in first place in that division. So the game means something to them as well. Here, uh, I'm certainly not giving a goal and a half. This, I don't see uh, Arizona win this game by two. They would certainly need the empty net goal in my mind. This game smells under. 
as well as both these teams really don't have the offense here. And they both, you, think, you would think their legs would be a little, uh, little slow today, a little tired. So I like the under more than anything else here, but I actually like the Islanders in this game. The, the, the Arizona is the type really? of team the Islanders match up well against. They, they, it's a team that can't score goals. They just can't score goals, but I do like the under in this game. I'm not betting the Islanders in the game. I don't, I, it's rare I bet uh, an average team on the second half of a back-to-back night, which is what both these teams are. But I'll, I'll take the under here. I don't think a lot of goals are going to be scored today. Under five and a half? I, I just can't see it. I just can't. I, I took the Islanders. Uh, I got the over six, yesterday. I definitely pulled the trigger. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, it was five and a half yesterday, and it went to four-two final. Right? They got an empty netter, so they yeah, six goals total. Yeah, I, I split with the Islanders. I bet Philadelphia, but I also took the uh, the over, and so that uh, you know that that worked out somewhat for me. Could could have been worse. Let's put it that way. So uh, I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back to the well with the Islanders. I just don't. Okay. I just don't see goals being scored today in this game. I think once again both teams struggle to put it in the net. I imagine. It's, uh, I haven't checked the goaltenders. That could change my mind. By the way, I'm looking at now. Uh, there's another. Oh, by the way, another reason why I like the Capitals. Brian Elliott's in net uh, for uh, for Philadelphia. Oh God! Yeah. yeah well, yikes. <laughs> Carter Hart played yesterday. That's. Well, that's why I just I just don't trust that. I don't trust them. Uh, ooh, it is a, it is a, it's expected. The Islanders, uh, the Islanders never announced who their starter is. It's expected to be Greece and Darcy Kemper. Grice, once yeah. again, will play for, uh, for Arizona. Those are good players. Those are, yeah, those are, those are the guys. I, I, I like Grice a lot, actually. Leonard's come down to earth a little bit more. I, like, I'm just asking you, George, don't you think Grice is a little bit better of a tender? Than Kemper? No, than uh, Leonard. They've been both. They've both played well. I would say right now I want a Grice because I think uh, I think Leonard is a little off after he's uh, got hit in the head. Yeah, he has some, He's he's let in some goals that made you go, mm, really? Mm, that shouldn't go in, you know. So I think he's a little off after missing about a week's worth of action here. But they've both been great this season. I mean, they've both played very well here for a while. It was all about Leonard, and now it's pretty much been Trotz just uh, alternating goalies game in and game out here. But Grice is fine. I'm not worried about Grice. And uh, I said both goalies have played very well. Very well. The only thing that worries me about this game is, once again, Arizona, East Coast, starting at a weird time. You do wonder about their body clocks. And they're, once again, they're not a great team. Now yeah. that the Islanders are either, they're not. These are really two evenly matched teams here who play uh, – both teams have to play their system. If they play their system, they Very play well. True. If they don't play their system, they struggle. That's kind of the reason, like, you can understand my reasoning for taking them at plus 140, 145. Like, it's just one of those things that I think it's a very very evenly matched game. So I'm going to take the dog there and uh, see, see what they can do. Montreal and Carolina, don't as well finish the board, George. There's only five games here. Sunday, uh, we got a 7 o'clock start here. Montreal at Carolina. Those jerks, uh, they did it again. Very tight game against Minnesota. Then they exploded in the third. Montreal, uh, they're fighting. You got to ha- hand it to the Habs. As we talked about, that was the that, that was the over of the year last night. Like every time I turned, ding 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 ding. That was a pinball machine. The Montreal and uh, Buffalo game last night. Bad goaltending on uh, all parts. No defense. It was a shinny game. Now Carolina laying sixty five cents at home. Total in this game five and a half. Interesting there. Um, I kind of want to take a shot with the Montreal Canadiens, but it's tough. Carolina's very good at home, George. And we want Carolina to win, right? Because I want to see the next celebration. You see what they did uh, <laughs> after the last win? Did you see it? No. What happened last night? They, no, I was watching other games. They, they played the tournament. They were play, They actually brought a basketball hoop onto the ice, had somebody oh, yeah. uh, 
Had someone like sk- skated from the half, uh, you know, the half court line. He got, they did a pick play. Guy got blocked out. He went up there. I think it was. I think I don't know who it was. I couldn't see. I couldn't read his name. Might have been Martinuk, who uh, goes to the goes to the net. Had to stop. He, I wanted him to do it while skating, but he stopped and then dunked it. But he did stop. He didn't skate and dunk. He had to skate to the net and then dunked it. Yeah, that was uh, inventive. They you did have to use a prop in, in the net, but. You yeah, it was great. It to them too. Like, think, 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 think about this, too. And this is another point that other sports need to know. Like, at the end of the game, they have, like, the three stars, but it's it's very boring. It's like, yeah, so-and-so, and the guy just goes and, yeah, puts up his stick and leaves. Many people, like, right after the horn to beat traffic, they're gone. Think about Carolina. It's like a family thing now. They're sticking around. It's a party. Ooh, what are they going to do next? And it's very, like, I've just been watching the fans just doing the clapping in the stands. Like, these other teams. Hey, here's a, here's a message, George. Hey, Florida. Think of something. If I'm a, if I'm a like a, an owner, a part owner of the Florida Panthers, me and you after this show are in a boardroom right now, going, these clowns in Carolina are doing this. We can't even get like half of these seats filled. What the hell are we going to come up with? Like they're they're the team that needs to do something. They need a gimmick quick because no one cares. Like they got to come up with something. Oh, I agree. And listen, it is a gimmick. Uh, that's what it is. But it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun gimmick. Exactly. I'm curious to see what they come up with each and every game here. Now, back to the game itself. This is an important game, by the way. Uh, For for both teams. For both? Yeah, Hurricanes are in seventh place. Uh, They have 89 points. Uh, They have 74 games played. Montreal's in eighth place, so they got the last wild card. They're 87 points, 75 games played. Columbus Blue Jackets, by the way, are ooh, They got got some issues here. They're 84 points. We'll get to that. They do have a game in hand on Montreal. last game of the night. Yeah. yeah, they better start winning. They better start winning real quick. Uh, so they're, they're rooting for Carolina today heavily because of Cal. If Montreal keeps Montreal keeps playing decent hockey, Columbus is not going to catch them. There's, they're having too many problems here. Uh, so once again, this, this is a big game. No one has an advantage as far as nothing to play for, which we do see happen from time to time. It's in Carolina. Montreal did not play well yesterday. I know they beat Buffalo, but they didn't play. They didn't look good doing it. Uh, both teams coming up second half back to backs again, so no advantage there. I'm leaning towards Carolina at home. Yeah, I, I that's the thing. Like they're when push comes to shove, they're a better team than Montreal. So yeah, I, I agree. And it's actually, yeah, it's sixty, sixty-five cents. It's not a bad price. Uh George, uh second last game of the evening. Uh let's take a look at this one. Uh uh same game played yesterday. I was on the right side with Colorado. They got it done four to two. Hopefully we can do again. I can tell you something. That loss by the Blackhawks was demoralizing. I might take Colorado again, uh getting plus one oh five and uh the Blackhawks laying fifteen cents over under six and a half. We didn't hit the total yesterday. Uh, it should have been more goals in that game. But I think I'm going back to Colorado. I think the Blackhawks, you could finally stick a fork in these guys. They're done. I, I think so, too. But, uh, I mean, Avalanche are up and down as well. But they seem to have more going they on are. right now, which is wasn't credit to them. Because, remember, the Avalanche, you, you lost Landis Cog. We might have thought that was it for them. Yeah, you know, once Landis Cog went down with the uh, yeah, and, with the injury, and Rantanen might... got hurt too. Like those are two very good players. Like they've dealt with a lot. I, I got to hand it to them. They've done, they're grinding right now. The abs are grinding, and they're doing it without. They're, they're doing it with Grubauer in net. You know, which is not. I know. You make that big trade from uh, Washington to get Grubauer and give up what you gave up. You would have thought you Grubauer would have been a starter from the beginning, but now they're relying on him and he's coming through for them. Uh, I like Colorado today as well. I'm not betting it, mind you. Not on the road. Not second half of back to back. I'm not doing it, but if I had to, uh, Colorado would be my choice here as well. Once again, though, I do like the over. 
Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more of a sides man. You're more of a total man. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna probably take Colorado on the side. Final game of the night, George. You said it a big one. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on with the with this team, Columbus. But their uh, general manager came out. He goes, "We're not playing like a team." He's pissed, and uh, they're laying sixty five cents on the road in Vancouver. I don't feel comfortable laying sixty five cents with Columbus. Your take? How can you? How can you? I mean, uh, uh, you you can't I trust this Vancouver team. here at plus one forty. Uh, I'm Why not, not. I'm not. I'm not going to bet Vancouver. Uh, they have they have issues of their own too. But and they're full. They've fallen out of the race, or just about fallen out of the race. Yeah. I mean, Vancouver has to win tonight. Actually, both teams have to win. Which I mean, if, like I said, if Columbus loses, they're going to lose two points to Carolina or Montreal because they're playing each other. If they lose yep. here and Montreal wins, and they'd be five points behind with a, yes, they'll have a game in hand, but they'd be five points behind. Columbus has to win today, but pressure seems to be pressure seems to kill this team. I'm not touching this game. They don't handle pressure well. I'm I'm taking Vancouver. I'm taking Vancouver, buddy. Well, we'll be back uh, after the break, George. Uh, what do we got? More picks, more uh, bets, and a whole lot more weekend fantasy updates. Stay tuned. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back, Weekend Fantasy Update. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. We're here till 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Washington Capitals have taken a quick 1-0 lead over the Philadelphia Flyers on a beautiful deflection by Tom Wilson. Listen, you can say whatever you want about the it's guy. The Wilson. man can play hockey. Yeah, he's he's maybe a prick. Thing. Tom but, uh, Wilson, he's, he, yeah, he's a prick, but you know what the thing is? He's also the perfect type of player you want on your team in the playoffs. He can hit, he could do everything and he can play. That's the thing. Like those are the guys you dream about having on your team. Like he's a physical player and also very, very talented. That big reason Washington won the cup last year uh, there, George, and an update from the basketball game. Great start for us, George. Uh, hopefully it's not like yesterday, but my uh, Tennessee minus seven, they're 40 to 17 on Iowa right now. Yay. What a good start. So let's get the party started here. Go NCAA. Go All Tennessee. Right. That, game, that, that game was crazy yesterday that I had. Hey, Georgia, it was getting worse and worse, and then we just whittled it and whittled it and whittled it down. They almost won the game. Lost. Uh, they lost on a last-second uh, layup, but still covered the number, right? Got to cover that spread. All right, someone else you might want to have on your team. While you are fixated on your college basketball brackets, NFL teams are focusing on the 2019 NFL Draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the Beth Beth, best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Say that three times. They... Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing Dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. 
Nice. All right. Yeah. We'll All right. So uh, we talked earlier. We talked about the sc- uh, scooter, Jeanette. Gone. Eight to 12 weeks. Yeah. Sadie, see you later. Michael Fulmer, Tommy John surgery. I don't know how much we care about this, uh, Cam. I understand people drafting him, but he drafted him as an SP4, SP5. He was on Detroit. What was he going to do for you? All right. He wasn't like he was an ace guy here. Uh, Michael Fulmer, we, uh, do we care? No. No. I- it's one of those things too. You, you look, you look at that team. Like the tigers, tigers are toast. Um, you know what I mean? They're they're not going to be doing anything. I don't. Yeah, you could you could look at this guy as a deep, deep, deep pitcher. Eh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, what do you think, George? Like, what what do you, what do you do with a guy like Fulmer? Like, uh, do you care? Do you care? I mean, you, you care, but I don't hear anybody crying over it. Right. Oh, Fulmer. You can find a guy on the waiver wire, can't you? Right. That's going to be like the same. Fulmer's not going to destroy your team. All right. He's not. All right. If you're worried about Fulmer being hurt, then you didn't draft very well. Okay. Uh, I I have him in a league. And and actually, I had him in the worst case scenario. We had to hand in our keepers on Sunday. It was in that big 40, uh, that 18 team, 40 man rosters. I had him kept for $3 last year. So I was keeping him. And then, of course, the next day after we announce our keepers, it, it comes out that he's at Tommy John surgery. And in that league, which I don't like this rule, but once you announce your keepers, you can't do anything. Uh, I believe, I, as I do in my home leagues, once you announce your keepers, yeah, we, we eliminate your roster, the rest of your guys in your roster. That's, that's all, all those guys are on the waiver wire. But if something were to happen like yeah. this, you could release the player. You don't have to keep them. You know, I think that's the way it should have come. That's actually that's a really true. good point. That's not fair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you keep the guy on news like that happens. Yeah, sure. You should be able. Yeah, I agree with that. You can release him. Like, that's. Right. You, you can't fault, take right? back somebody that's on your roster. Right. You can't take back somebody that's on uh-huh. your roster. But I, I don't like screwing people for, you know, like with things like that. I just don't like doing that. You know, don't get me wrong. I wasn't complaining. I, I, I knew the rule. It's bad luck for me. And I wasn't bitching about it. Listen, anything might go for him. I kept him for $3. Who, I don't care. Okay, it was no big deal here. Well, that I lost three bucks. I'll replace Fulmer in the reserve. Uh, when the uh, I get, I'll release him on uh, Thursday when Fab runs, and that's what I'll do. And I'll uh, I'll get somebody else there. But I, like I said, I think in most keeper leagues, when I do my home league, like I said you lost a guy to injury. You can't take somebody back off your roster and keep somebody else. Can't do that. Those players are already gone. We release those. But if you want to release the guy and not keep him, I, there's no point in you keeping somebody who's not going to help you this year. And film was done. Yeah. You know, so uh, I do believe in that. But, hey, uh, such is life. So I got screwed there. And I'll, I'll live with it. I'll deal with it. <laughs> Francisco Lindor. Uh, going to start the uh, season on the I.L. I don't think this is going to be a long I.L. I think uh, it sort of goes to what we, you and I were talking about earlier. They're opening in Minnesota. It looks like opening, I think it's evening. They think they have a 4 o'clock game. Oh, by the way, that's another thing. Minnesota, why are you opening at 4 o'clock? You can't open at one like everybody else. I mean, why you want to play that, in cold weather? That's another get, thing. It's going to get chilly. Even, get that's the thing. I'm not. I, I'm not a meteorologist, but I'd probably want to start at twelve thirty-five or one o'clock at that game over exactly. before the chills. Exactly. If it's three-hour game, seven o'clock at night. You know it's going to go under uh, freezing temperatures. Not cool. Just du- another double. Are, you, are, are you worried about what? My only thing is, I think they're probably think. Well, if we start the earlier, the later we start, the more fans will get the seats. If you can't sell out opening day, no matter yeah. what time you start, I don't care. You start at nine a.m. You have issues. All right, so I don't think that should be a big mm-hmm. thing, but that would be my guess there. But anyway, I think the reason why they're keeping Lindor out is that opening evening, it's supposed to be a little wet, a little, little precipitation, 70% chance, last I checked there. And then uh, the next two games, which are probably on Saturday and Sunday, usually teams get the, uh, the next day off at the opening day in case they have to cancel their opening day. Uh, a little uh, much cooler in the 40s there. So I don't think they want that calf being tested after rain and then in cooler weather. I think they want to keep them out to the uh, – 
I'd totally like the weather a little better because he looks like he's ready to play now. So I'm surprised they did this. But Lindor probably out. Did you adjust your draft rankings at all for Lindor based on this calf and how long he might be out? No. Uh, over the over long season, uh, Lindor is going to be just fine. Uh, he, he's, he's ahead of his rehab schedule, too, there, George, when you talk about it. He's just one of those guys I, I definitely am not going to be worried about. It's funny you mentioned that. I just got an email from my buddy. Uh, I have a draft uh, after the show. I'm going to join uh, join the guys' league. It's going to make be fun for the weekend because I know we're, we're going to be talking a lot of baseball uh, when the season kicks off on Thursday, too. So I got some drafting to do, George. I was going to ask you your help maybe for your rankings or a cheat sheet here. This is kind of happening quick, but I think Lindor's an absolute absolute stud and uh, no I would not adjust him I think it's just precautionary right now he'll be fine uh, for Cleveland and this guy he does everything so no I would not uh, change the rankings at all he'll be all right I dropped him a little bit because I'm worried about stolen bases I wonder if they're going to tell him listen we don't want you running as much let's go protect yeah, that good, especially maybe the point. first half just of the seas good point good point yeah, but everything else, all, all the be... other numbers, you know. Yeah, he, he, Lindor's just, you know what you're getting with Lindor. This guy's an absolute stud. Yeah, like I said, uh, that's the only reason why I dropped him a little bit. When I say dropped him, I'm talking about maybe not the first round, top of the second round now. So instead of a top 10 player, he's top 15, whatever. You know, it's not a big uh, drop here, but I do have some worries in the back of my mind here. All right, the Yankees announced yesterday, uh, a little bit of a surprise, that Luis Sessa is going to open up as a long reliever, and the fourth spot goes to Domingo Germán. The fifth spot goes to Jonathan Lozania for now. Gio Gonzalez pitched in a grapefruit league uh, yesterday and got lit up like a grapefruit. He was throwing grapefruits up there. He was bad. So he's not ready to return anytime, really anytime soon. And really, by the time he is ready, CeCe may be back. But my question is to you is this. Domingo Germán, fourth starter. Lozania, fifth starter. The Yankees, historically, just because in April you can, you can skip your fifth starter a lot because uh, there's a lot of off days in April. But historically, the Yankees yeah. don't do that. They like to give Tanaka that extra day of rest. So they like to keep these guys on six days rotations if they can. Paxton has had injury problems as well, so that might be good for him. J.A. Happ is older. might be good for him. So I don't think I have to worry about that. For sure. Do you have any interest in Domingo Germán? Yeah, my question is this. We think W's should still come to these guys. If they can go five innings, they'll get W's. Yes. They'll open and lock it down. But maybe the ratios get hurt a little bit. So do you have any interest in these guys? And does that interest change from a rotisserie league to a head-to-head league? I'll tell you something, George. With, with those Yan- Yan- Yankee starters, and you bring up a great point with all the injuries that they have. I remember Hap here. He's 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 a veteran guy too. All the guys you talked about, carbs and calories. CC Sabathia, man, this guy's like almost going to be retiring retiring pretty soon. And the way the Yankees stack up and the the crazy bats that they have, yes, 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 and yes. Um, I think a lot of the fourth and fifth starters, these guys are they're, they're going to get wins and help your league. I think the Yankees are are going to win a lot of games and you. With, with the arms that they have, they have to protect them because a lot of these guys are veterans, and you don't, you can't screw around with the with the guys that they have there too. Pitching's already a little bit thin, so the the deeper they go, the better it's going to be. I have I have interest in them because I think the Yankees just are are going to win games with the bats. So yes, 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 and yes. And if these guys do well at the start of the year, don't you think they're going to probably let CC take a little bit longer, let the other guys rest a little bit more, and continue to you know surprise and rack up some statistics for you? So I'm going to say yes any team that can p- produce like the yankees can with the bats i i'm very interested in a fourth and fifth starter on those teams just not on scrub teams like fulmer and detroit <laughs> i would agree you know i also want to point out that germano lasagna have talent 
These guys are not just scrubs yes, that thrown out. Yes. These guys do have talent. No, they're not. They're just young. They're just young. That's the only issue there. You don't you don't know what you might get from them game in and game as far as consistency is concerned. But these guys both throw hard and they both have good stuff. So I agree with you. I do have interest as well. Uh, I mean, listen, it may not be long term interest because when CC comes back and when Luis Severino comes back, yeah, they're gonna lose their rotation spots. But who's to say Tanaka stays yeah. healthy all season long? Paxton, like I said, he well, has an injury the- history where. He- he doesn't stay healthy. And so also, even and though he's old too, right, George? You know, you know your team better than anybody. Like these guys are great insurance policies because I gotta believe at one time one or, or a few of these guys are gonna be in injury problems. You can't have enough good arms on a team like that. So uh, they're gonna be very valuable. Get more experience. They'll be out there a yeah, lot. Yeah, CC's already announced that he's retiring at the end of the season. So uh, yes, he's old. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, once again, <laughs> CC will do what CC great, has to do. Great, great career though. Great career though. Man, that's. Uh, CC Sabathia, man, in his prime, whew, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Gotta love that guy. And, and I'm super. You gotta hand it to him for being for, for for being a pitcher in the league that long. It's it's hard to do, man. Nowadays, you know what I mean. Like a lot of guys don't last. Like a plus for longevity, man. It's a tough, tough game with the way the hitters are. I, I gotta give CC Sabathia a lot of credit. Year after year, being a performer and uh, even gr- trying to grind out four or five innings. Uh, you know, recently, it's it's commendable. It is. Uh, I think what's more commendable is that he um, he made. It took him a couple of years, mind you, but he made the adjustment from thrower to pitcher. You know, so True. that that was great. When uh, you know who when did, that did that too? Hap. Hap did that. Hap was not even like a major league baseball player for a while, and then uh, that was his story. Then he went to the Pirates organization. He had a good pitching coach, and he said, "Man, I'm not uh, throwing anymore. I'm pitching. I'm learning how to nibble." And th- those are things you have to do if you just keep a like. Uh, where's Tim Lincecum these days? Uh, you know, like I, I remember that. And I remember I'm like, wow, how do you throw like that when you're a string bean with a body like that? How the hell do you do that? But eventually it's baseball. You know what I mean? It's not like football. You could you could pull a lot longer like you're done. If you're a flamethrower like that with a frame like that, there's no longevity in your career. Right. You got to learn how to pitch. You got you have to learn how to pitch. You, you do. Uh, it just, it's it's healthy. Surely that arm's going to wear down. You know, let's get it wore down. He just had nothing else to go to go to it. Listen, it took CC about the two to three years. I remember when he uh, as a Yankee fan, he was still throwing a high yeah. fastball and then wondering why it's going 450 feet. Well, because you weren't throwing 95 anymore. You were throwing 90. And that was you were just on batting practice. <laughs> yeah. And it took him a while to realize you got to change speeds, move the ball up, down, in, out. You got to do that in bay, uh, when you're a pitcher. You're not just a throw. You don't have that fastball. You just, hey, here's the fastball. Try and hit it. That, you know, 95 and above. Yeah, that's tough. At 90, that's batting practice. You know, so it's, it's amazing what a difference just a couple of miles an hour make off the fastball here. All right, next play we'll talk about. Eloy Jimenez, right, signs the big uh, six-year, was a $43 million contract before he takes one at-bat in Major League Baseball. Uh, and that's all fine. Good for him. Uh, and good for the White Sox. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, first year, it looks like, you know, if you would ask two weeks ago, it looked like he wasn't going to begin the season in the majors because, well, one, he was, he was hitting like crap. He was hitting about 150 in the uh, in spring training, and because they wanted to delay his uh, his service time. Well, now they don't have to worry about delaying the service time. He's got a six-year contract, so you're not worried about service time. He's picked up his hitting a little bit here. They did just option Nicky Delmonico, so there's an open roster spot on the 25-man roster. This all smells like it's for Eloy Jimenez. Uh, I guess my question for you is: If you're drafting, do you do you, are you worried at all about him not starting? Is this will this affect your draft? Ranking for him at all? Hey, when you're drafting today, Cam, are you still uh, have? Uh, are you still drafting Eloy Jimenez? Are you a little worried here? What are your feelings on Jimenez? 
I think he's going to be good, George. And uh, I know at the start at the start of spring before Saturday, like you look at the numbers, what was the slash line? 154, 154, 346. But ever since, it's actually funny. He did uh, the, the opposite of uh, some people. He got the contract and delivered three for three with a home run and uh, more things to come. It's going to, hey, there's going to be some growing pains, right? But this guy's the highest rated White Sox prospect since uh, I don't I don't even know who. Like you, you talk about it. Like we were talking about Vlad Guerrero and I was just doing some more, you know, research on him. This guy looks like a, a can't miss type of guy and also getting more confident too. You get that contract, he's going to play. I think everything's going to be great. I think the White Sox are kind of a, I worry about the rotation, but you got Juan Moncada, Tim Anderson there, Abreu. They got some uh, very, very interesting pieces uh, in in their lineup. They're a team that's going to score a lot of runs and give up a lot of runs, but I'm not concerned, uh, George. Sometimes the spring numbers, he's got the deal now. I'm buying in. Are you? Uh, I don't take rookies. It's, it's rare, unless the value's there. Yeah, yeah. He, he's going too early for my liking. He's going to struggle some this season. What round Those did he go in your draft? You're with Sharks, too. Where, where did he go? I don't remember offhand, but people are taking him, uh, what, yeah. round five, round six, and I can't do that. That's too my early. Trout struggled That's when he early. first came up. All right, Trout struggled yeah. when he first came up. And we see, not everybody's – Ronald Acuna, yes, he was great last year, but for every Ronald Acuna, there are 10, 10 rookies who struggle. You know, once again, the game is a, it's a game of adjustments. You look at Ozzie Albies last year. Great in the first half, not so much in the second half. Pitchers made adjustments. He didn't make them back. You know, so that, that always worries me. So, no, not unless the value is there. I'm not taking – there will be other guys I can look at there. I'm like, this, this guy does it year after year after year. I can trust him. I know what he's going to do. It's easier for me to do that. If the value is there, of course I would take Jimenez. But for where he's being drafted right now, no. No, I, I can't do it. I, I just, I just can't. I can't, I can't pull the trigger. Can not on uh, Aloy Jimenez. Not in round five, round six. There'll be other players I want there. Another guy. Now he's not going around five or six. He used to, but he's not going around five, six anymore. You Darvish. Uh, do you believe? I mean, that Cubs rotation cam, cam is full of number three starters here: Lester, Hendricks, Hamels. Yep. Uh, they could use you to be what you used to be. Ha ha. Uh, do you trust me? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. But the one thing is, and uh, if you're taking him in the sixth round, that's stupid. But maybe uh, you know, if you can get him in later rounds after that, the strikeouts are still there. That's key in the leagues. It's one thing I learned over the years. There, George, he's one of those guys who will still get you strikeouts, so he's worth drafting. You just can't take him that early. Yes, I do. I do believe uh, he'll give up runs, but man, he'll still strike guys out. So correct. Probably the most leagues think? I've been going in. He still has name value, so he's still going earlier than I. Yeah. I really want to grab him here, so I do worry somewhat here. But I'm not afraid of him. I wouldn't. I wish I had. A, I don't think no. I have a share of him anywhere. I wish I did, but uh, no, you for me. Uh, bad English there. All right. Uh, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. We're back for the final hour with Sean Angle behind the glass, and we'll be back. Weekend fantasy update right after this.